life will push us and prod us into spaces that we weren't called to be in. Sometimes it's childhood, sometimes it's just environment, sometimes it's circumstances, um, sometimes it's a, a combination of decisions that we made along the way, whatever it is, uh, sometimes we'll find ourselves, I'll call it misaligned from what we were called to do. And um, while painful, believe it or not, um, even when I talk about my story, what I have said to people is it was necessary. Um, the, the trauma, the things that I've gone through, the losses, uh, the storms of life are necessary because it is in those times that we grow. Hey, it's Zach, and I'm back with another episode of Elevate and Accelerate. And today I am super excited to introduce a very special guest, the Purpose Prophetess. So Dr. Melissa is a counselor, therapist, turned business success coach. She's the CEO of a thriving behavioral health agency that serves individuals with a wide variety of mental and emotional challenges in multiple locations throughout Virginia. Melissa is passionate about helping people navigate through some of life's most difficult and challenging circumstances in order to emerge and become who they are and who they're destined to be and purposed to be. As an empowerment coach, Melissa is working with women and a few forward-thinking men at every stage of life. Melissa's extensive 25-plus year clinical background has established her as a thought leader in helping women to find their voice, set and achieve goals, develop confidence and solution-centered plans in order to unlock the next chapter of their lives in fulfilling ways that bring happiness, increased self-esteem, and insight into how life can be lived to the fullest. After experiencing a traumatic transition herself in her own life after a 31-year marriage, she understands the mindset of women who find themselves grappling with a new normal, a new identity, and trying to determine if it's possible to attain the hopes and dreams that they silently locked away in order to meet the demands and expectations of others. So, Dr. Melissa, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Zach. Thank you for having me. I'm tired after hearing that. And I'm thinking, who, me? <laughs> no, I, I love it. Look, like, we're going to get into the details and the nitty gritty of all of this. Right. And, and so that's just a way of saying, Hey, there's so much that you do here. Um, but really what you are passionate about is helping people, um, and really helping them achieve the greatest as the purpose prophetess. Um, so before we get into really what it is that you do, I want to talk first about who it is that you are. Right. And, and kind of get into this, um, where you started. Right. And so we talk about this big transition you had after 31 years of marriage. But even before that, you grew up, um, I know from a conversation we've had before, you know, in in some really tricky situations and in extreme poverty and things like that. So uh, tell me a little bit more about where you got your start. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. I um I started um, down a dirt road in um, a small town in the very southern tip of Virginia. Uh, and it's it's really um, it's strange because from a very early age, I experienced transition, uh, grew up with a single mom being the oldest of three. But when my parents split up, my dad uh, worked in 
you know, the highest paying factory in Virginia, in that part of Virginia. So I had early on experienced a very regular middle class life. And uh, when they broke up, uh, my mother and my two sisters and, and I found ourselves um, living quite differently uh, down a dirt road, rural area, very limited resources, which is a very sexy way of saying dirt poor. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, early on, I experienced that type of transition. Um, yeah. So yeah, an interesting start. Yeah. And so you understand what it's like then really to, to have nothing, to, to know a certain way of life and then having that kind of taken away from you as a child and then, and then having to, to make something from a, a very different deck of cards. Right. Um, and, and that's a, that plays a lot into what you, what you do today. Um, it sounds like too. And so kind of tell me a little bit of, of your journey from, from that and, and what led you to, um, to starting the business that you have, uh, that you have now. Absolutely. It's, um, yeah, it's, uh, Zach, that is really the bedrock of what I do and why I do what I do. Having those very humbled beginnings, um, and really understanding that, uh, in the blink of an eye, life can change for you. Um, I was that precocious kid who uh, the first person in my family to go to college. So I was that precocious kid that asked a, a whole lot of questions. Um, and uh, I was just naturally curious. And so I knew from very early on, while I didn't know what I was purposed to do, I knew that my purpose was about helping people. Hmm. And, uh, and so as a, as a very young child, that sort of framed my, my worldview. And so ended up going to college, being the first, getting a bachelor's degree, later getting a master's degree, and I still pinch myself when I say getting a doctorate degree, <laughs> a PhD in education. Um, I knew that for me, uh, the education journey was going to be instrumental for me. Um, and that was just something that I knew early on. With, the res with respect to the business, um, I started my late husband and I started our behavioral health agency almost 10 years ago. Hmm. And that was really born from my work as a therapist, as a counselor with individuals with serious mental illness and substance abuse addictions um, disorders. So that sort of started the whole entrepreneurial journey for me. Um, and so you mentioned uh, your late husband, and, and I know that's obviously a big part of your story and a big transition, as we talked about a little bit earlier. Um, and so do you mind sharing with me a little bit of, of that process for you of, you know, um, another big transition in your life and where that brought you to uh, today? Absolutely. And to I'm going to piggyback a little bit when you were saying about the business, of course, the behavior health business. Um, is the agency that I have and I still run, um, but that's not the purpose profitus, okay? Mm -hmm. um, the purpose profitus was really born from the trauma of that um, transition that I had to make with my husband. About five years ago, as I said, we had at the time been married for 29 years, four children, um, and we had really, um, we were that, get rich or die trying kind of couple, right? <laughs> so yep. we had started our business, um, just scratching it out. 
and um, were blessed. We were really blessed to see it scale and to become um, pretty successful. And then um, out of nowhere, uh, five years ago, he was diagnosed with stage four brain cancer. Wow. And it was um, life changed in the blink of an eye and it was different. And so going through that journey with him, and as you can imagine, it's brain cancer. So it really did change, fundamentally change who he was. And so I tell people that I lost him before I lost him. Mm. Um, he did unfortunately end up passing away um, in 2022. But it was during that time when I realized that um, everything that I was, was wrapped up into my identity as a wife, as a mother, and no slight to that. I wouldn't change that now for nothing, but I realized that um, I had really been hiding behind those labels and those identities and had really sort of given up on who I really wanted to be and what I really wanted to do. Um, sometimes success can be, um, you know, people will say, if I was successful, then I'd, I'm walking my purpose. And I will say that success can be a really big mask for living in your purpose. And that's what I found um, was true for me. So um, going through that with him really helped me uh, after having to lose him in that way, uh, really forced me from behind my executive desk in the corner office and <laughs> out here now as the Purpose Prophet is talking to the great Zach. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for, for talking with me. Um, I can't imagine what that's like, right? I, I don't know. My wife and I have been married for 15 years at this point. We've got three kids that are young and, um, you know, to, to have something like that happen suddenly, but also so slowly, right? I mean, the diagnosis was sudden, but then the process was, was slow, as you said. And um, I can't imagine what that's like, but what I, what I can imagine obviously is that there's so many people, myself included, probably a lot of people here that are listening, the many people that you work with who find themselves in these different transitions throughout their life. And they come naturally, right? They happen to all of us at different times and different phases. And really, uh, we're often not prepared for them, <laughs> um, which is part of the growth process, I imagine. Um, and so can you talk with me a, a little bit more? Because I love this idea of the purpose prophetess right? Because this idea of having a purpose and living out of your purpose is, um, you know, it's, it's a buzzword. A lot of people talk about it. So talk to me a little bit more about what you mean when you talk about helping people find their, their purpose and, and achieving that. Absolutely. We all have it. We all, we were all created, my belief, and designed for a purpose. There's something that we were called to do that I believe no one else on the planet can do quite like you. And so oftentimes though, we get um, life will push us and prod us into spaces that we weren't called to be in. Sometimes it's childhood, sometimes it's just environment, sometimes it's circumstances, um, sometimes it's a, a combination of decisions that we made along the way, whatever it is. Uh, sometimes we'll find ourselves, I'll call it misaligned hmm. from what we were called to do. And um, while painful, believe it or not, um, even when I talk about my story, 
what I have said to people is it was necessary. Um, the, the trauma, the things that I've gone through, the losses, uh, the storms of life are necessary because it is in those times that we grow. Um, I don't, in, in times of comfort and convenience, oftentimes we're, we're in chill mode and it's okay. And that's good. <laughs> we need that. But it's the very storms and, and traumatic things that happen in our life that we lament about that actually causes us to grow. I believe it blows away those things that are not profitable in our lives. Um, sometimes things that we're holding on to, habits, mindsets, whatever, that needs to be eliminated for your next season. But it also gives you the, the stuff. It roots you down in a way that prepares you for the next season. And so when I'm working with individuals, what I'm really... Um, what I'm really trying to do is is tap into the mindset, first of all, of, of believing that there is something that you do in a way that no one else on this earth can do. And I truly believe that. I, you can have therapists and, and we have, uh, you know, thousands and thousands, millions and millions of people that do different things. But there's a fingerprint that you have that you make that only you can make. And I believe that there are people that, that are listening for the frequency of your voice. People may be saying the same thing, but there's a way, there's a cadence that I have. There's a frequency that I have. There's an energy that I have that somebody on this earth is listening for. And so that is what I try to do. I try to get people to understand that if you chase your purpose, you don't have to chase money. Money will chase you. Because there are people that are waiting for what you have to offer. Um, and so that is the, the, the premise behind the purpose profitus. Chase the purpose, find the purpose and the passion. The profits will follow that. I love that. And that's, uh, that's a big part of that, like how you spell profitus too, right? Um, it's, it's a little bit different than, uh, than what you might be thinking, right? It's that profit part that's... Uh, that's the key there, right? You gotta, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right. Cause success, right? I mean, we all, we all define success differently. Um, you know, and, and however it is that you define success in your life, we've got this, this benchmark or this place that we're trying to reach. And, and what I think a lot of people realize and what you're talking about is that it's often not found just with money, right? It's found by chasing your purpose and the money follows, like you just said, and I, I love that. I think it's such a great, a great philosophy, um, and something that we all need to be, we all need to hear and be reminded of on a regular basis. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, um, one of the things that I heard you say that was really interesting to me too is, um, you know, you've got to start with people in their mindset because you know there's uh, whatever you call them whether it's limiting beliefs or you know internal narratives and all these different things it's like we all have these stories that we tell ourselves i love stories and so that's what i talk about right and so i talk about that as the story mindset but um you know i imagine that when you're working with people um when you say you have a unique fingerprint you know, it's you that people are looking for your ideal client, your whatever it is, your journey to success is because of who you are. Um, you must get met with a lot of pushback on that. I imagine like, no, you that that can't possibly be true. I'm not that good. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, 
so for the people that are listening now that, you know, maybe they're, they're been running a business for a little while, or they're just starting their business, or, or maybe they're just listening to this because they stumbled across it on YouTube. I mean, um, and, and I'm having that limiting belief of like, well, you're just saying that it's not really true. Can you talk a little bit more of not only that it's true, but how it's actually worked for you um, over the last five years or so? Absolutely. Well, one of the things that I, um, with respect to the um, the business uh, and success coaching that I do is that tapping into purpose for me, there are seven key strategies that I walk my clients through. And I won't bore you by going through all of them. But what I will say is some of the very first steps that we need to take for me is self-evaluation. And so I really invite individuals to let's just take some time and go deep. Let's, let's ask those canvas questions. Let's identify where we are. Are you fulfilled in your life? Are you satisfied? Is this what the picture looked like for you even when you were a kid? Is this what you wanted to be doing? Um, uh, do you wake up every morning excited about what you're doing? And so let's just ask those really hard questions first. And, and what I tell my clients all the time is I say, we, we have to drill down there. And it's not that surface answer. Um, you know, that polite answer that sometimes we even give ourselves. It is really taking the time and understanding that we're worth we're worth the time and the effort to drill down. Hmm. Um, but Zach, I'll tell you what I have found. And I won't say always because I, I can hear my mother saying always and never. <laughs> Anytime somebody says always and never, you know, they're lying. So I won't <laughs> say always. But I will say most often um, their fears. And so another key strategy has to do with overcoming those fears, acknowledging them, facing them, and then taking those steps to overcome them. Um, so as you said, people, I, I get pushback, but oftentimes when I say, talk to me about where you are and what really lights your fire, when I have that type of honest conversation with individuals, oftentimes what I hear is, if I could, and I take them through something I call the miracle question. If you woke up in the morning and you could be doing exactly what you wanted to do, don't think about the limitations of education, don't think about the limitations of finances or responsibilities, remove all of that and tell me if you woke up in the morning and you were doing exactly what you wanted to do, what would that day look like? And oftentimes when I do that, there's a juxtaposition between what I'm doing and what I would be doing. And if that's the case, my premise and what I believe and what I know for sure is you can be doing what you want mm. to do. I love that. What I hear you saying, and, and this is really cool, I think in what we started talking about was how in your life, there was these transitions that had to happen because they happened to you. They were, they were really outside of your control and, and, but they also led you to where you are today. Um, and so there's a lot of value in those, in those life lessons and in those moments. But what you're talking about now is actually transitions that you make happen. Right. And it's, and it's this, like, 
we we live very reactively a lot of times where it's kind of like we try to maintain homeostasis we try to stay like in our lane and what we're doing and, and hope that something's going to happen good on the other end it's going to happen to us and really what you're saying is is like well take a minute and is that really the path that you wanted to be on and if it's not you have the power to change it let me show you how Absolutely. that is so cool <laughs> absolutely absolutely one of the strategies that i have is called put feet to faith and mm. faith not being as a mean, means of indoctrinating anyone i'm talking about your belief oftentimes we we will say um this is what i wish could happen this is what i would like to happen it's my dream it's my it's my faith and i i talk about one of the strategies being put feet to that there are actionable steps um, it would be lovely if we could just wish it into fruition and manifestation. That'd be great. It, yeah, I'd be jealous <laughs> yeah. if somebody yeah. was able to do that. Send me some of those magic beans. <laughs> Can I please have that? Give me the blue pill, like now, right? But no, um, there are actionable steps. There are things that we need to do. Um, another strategy is use what you got. And oftentimes we're waiting for something to happen before we can get started. If I had more money, if I had more education, if I was married, if I was single, uh, whatever it is, we are waiting for something that hasn't happened yet to happen for us to get started. And um, I believe we can take, we can go start right where we are with what we have today, today, changing our perspective, not waiting for that you know, would have, could have, um, that wishing well, you know, when I, then I, when I get this, then I'll do that. No, no. How can we get started right here where we are? And what steps can we take? Even if they're small, even if they're small, they, that still is a step toward where we're trying to go. So yeah, um, there are some things we have to do if we want to really be able to walk and live in that purpose. I do believe that. I love, I love how practical that is. You know, it, it really is. It's overcoming your fears and the things that, and the stories that we tell ourselves that I can't do that. I can't do this. I'm not good enough. I don't have, um, but you're right. It's, it's because we're looking at it way over there is this big thing where you could do one thing today, one little step, one little improvement, one little change. And then every day, you know, before you know it, you're, you're, well further down your path than you thought you would have been at, you know, exactly. um, that's great. Exactly. Yeah. As you're talking about this and, and as you're working with people and helping them to discover these things, um, again, I love stories. So, um, is, is there like a, a story or an example of somebody where you met them and they were over here and then you, you worked with them and now they're over here? Like what, what does that transition look like? And I'm, I'm sure you've got a few, but um, any of that come to mind? Oh, goodness. Yes. Uh, several, <laughs> several. <laughs> um, one that is, is probably I carry in my heart right now because it's pretty recent um, was a, a young woman that I started working with who um, even at a very young age, she was just one of those people that you meet that's just on fire. Um, had really gone into um, a Fortune 500 company, um, had really been promoted and really 
gone up the ladder as far as her um, career path, um, was doing very well um, financially and was in a relationship and a couple kids. And um, unfortunately, like too many people have experienced, um, she experienced a very painful breakup, um, unexpected. Uh, and, and one of those things that really, um, it, it just, it debilitated her. So when I started working with her, she was there. And that is why she reached out to me because it was, you know, my plan A is gone. Mm -hmm. My plan A blew up in my face. And now I don't even know if I have the strength. I don't know if I have anything left for the plan B. And so um, it was um, it was a beautiful path to walk with her to, first of all, help her to understand that um, there was nothing that she lost that she needed. If you lost it, it means you didn't have to have it to continue because if you needed it to continue, you would have it. So what if this is not the plan B? What if this is the plan A.2? the remix of plan A, right? Um, so working with her first on those fundamental things that we talked about with respect to purpose and really having her go through that process of identifying that she had really become what she needed to be because of what people needed her to be. Even with respect to her career, it was, it was based on compensation and what she needed financially. It was based on expectations from her parents. You know, she was she came from a family that um, were uh, pretty successful people. And so a lot of that was charted for her. And even with her relationship, she had just become um, she had become the manifestation of what everybody else needed. Uh, we sort of talked about her being a, a round pig in a square hole. And, and that's where where she was. And so working with her. Uh, it has been beautiful watching her to reimagine, to evolve, and to emerge. And so she realized that she wanted to, she always wanted to be an entrepreneur. She wanted to work with children, and she wanted to work with vulnerable populations, at-risk kids. And so today she is, uh, she has a wildly successful nonprofit, um, doing some extremely amazing things. Initially, she thought, I will forego compensation to do what I really love. And, and that was my premise. Let's concentrate on what you really love. But here's the thing that's been so amazing is that she makes almost triple what she made in her C-suite job wow. um, as a CFO. She's making almost triple. And, and she said to me, and this was maybe a couple weeks ago during our one-on-one, um, -on -one, she was like, I'm... It, it just doesn't make sense. I thought I would have to sacrifice the money in order to have the, the joy of what I wanted to do. And what I explained to her is that when you are doing what you love to do, you bring this energy and you bring this, this stuff. I mean, it's the, it's the mm -hmm. jam that people are so attracted to. They're attracted to what you do because you're so passionate about what you do. And so it's easy for people to line up beside you and say, how can I become a part of this? Because they're looking at you. And so, um, yeah, I'm super proud of her. Super proud of her. She's one of my, um, she's one of my, um, the things that make me get up in the morning and say, yeah, that's why I'm here. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs>
Well, and it's exactly to your point, right? Because you are passionate about helping people do that, right? When And when you're aligned with your purpose and your values and the things that you really enjoy, they talk about it all the time, right? I, I grew up in a very blue collar environment and, and, you know, middle class or middle class. And it was like, the idea was just kind of like exactly what she was thinking. It's like, you can't do what you love and survive at the same time. It just doesn't work that way. And it's the mentality that many of us are given at a very young age. Like, no, you can't make a living being a painter. Like if that's the one thing you want to do, there's no money in it or being an author or being this thing or that thing. And, and so we sacrifice so many of our dreams on the altar of other people's negativity. (laughs) Um, and and it's such a, it's such a bummer, um, because it, it affects so many people who then turn and do incredible stuff for more people. And that's exactly what you're doing, right? It's like, by extension, you who helped her live into her purpose and her joy now also helped the kids or, uh, or the people that she helps through her foundation, right? Which may have never have happened if she didn't work with you and didn't identify those things and really start living out of her purpose. I mean, what, Mm. this is the journey we're on together, right? How do we help each other? make a greater impact in the lives of all the people that are around us. Like let's work together to make that happen. Yes. 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 A thousand times. Yes. I know even just talking with you and, and hearing your story, there's, there's so much more that you do. There's so much more that you can do to help people and so much more information and value that you can provide. I mean, you, you talked a lot about this with, with Lisa Nichols on a, on the TV show and, and stuff like that too. And so if somebody wanted to get into contact with you or, or find out more about how they can discover their purpose and start living their best life, uh, what would be the best way for them to do that? Yes, absolutely. Well, they could certainly visit the website, which is Purpose Profitess, spelled P-R-O-F-I-T-E-S-S dot com. And that would take them to my website. And there's just a ton of information there. But Zach, I'm also extremely proud about, um, I have a free community called the My Soul Purpose Community. And that um, URL is community.purposeprofitess.com. And I tell you, we have a a community of women and even a few men that are on there um, that we we hold space for each other. We hold each other accountable. We have weekly learning events. We have live coaching uh, calls with me. We have um, a ton of resources. Uh, We have accountability circles. Uh, hot spots where we feature people every month. And it is absolutely free. It was one of those things that um, I wanted to find a way to give back in a, in a large scale for individuals who may not either have the ability to invest in coaching and mentoring in a real way, or those that are still kind of on the sideline and don't know if they're worth the investment. Um mm. This was one of those ways for me to, I feel like I've been tremendously blessed to give back. And so it is, did I say free? (laughs) It is free, no strings attached. Um, The ton of value that people are getting from that community just makes me smile every day. So I would urge your listeners jump on there. It costs you nothing to get in there and and, um, 
visit and we have something called what's the tea cafe so we you know we get in there and we talk and collaborate and network it's dope if i do things <laughs> on myself <laughs> <laughs> you can that's uh that's totally fine you can absolutely say that and uh that's great well thank you for for offering that and um, i'm sure there's going to be a bunch of people that take advantage of it um i know i will and um so the the other questions i want to ask and i ask this for everybody on here because you know part of the 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 podcast is about elevating your brand and accelerating your journey to success. And, and a brand is your story. It's who you are, um, especially for the people who are the face of their business. And so can you, can you talk with our audience a little bit about how building a personal brand and, and building that level of authority has really helped you grow your businesses? Absolutely. It is everything. It, it cannot be overstated. Um, as I said before, for many years, I had, uh, with the Behavioral Health Agency, sort of hid behind the desk. And even that business had a brand. I just wasn't the personal brand um, for it intentionally. But I will tell you at this juncture of my life with respect to the Purpose Prophetess, which is my trademark name, the brand has become the make or break. It, it has been the way for me to establish my unique identity. And it's been my way, and I'm, I will say anyone's way, if you're thinking of a business, to stand out from your competitors. Like what makes you different from everybody else? It's a crowded space out there. And you've got to sort of carve out your own niche. Um, it has been so important with respect to building trust and credibility with people. And I will say for me, Zach, one of the, the most um significant things with Brandon is that it has been able to allow me to connect and to find my tribe, the people that want and need what I have to offer. I'm not for everybody, but I am for somebody. And having that brand gives that streamline. They don't have to try to figure out, you know, when you've got a real strong brand and you're committed to the consistency of that brand, um, you eliminate a whole lot of the, 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 the fog and a lot of the the chaos that can happen with, is this my person? And is this a fit? Um, that branding is, it has been everything. Hmm. That's, um, thank you for that. Uh, I, I love everything that you said, because it's uh, very similar to what I say all the time, too. Um, so that's just like, you know, people do business with people that they know, like and trust. And so the easier that you make it for them to know who you are, and why you do what you do, and to show them that you um, have the expertise and the wisdom to be able to help them. It builds trust and authenticity and all these things that I know me, even as somebody who's in the industry, when I'm looking for somebody, whether it's, uh, you know, a teacher or, um, you know, a, a doctor for my kids, you know, I'm looking for somebody who is an expert in their field because that's the person that I want to work with. Um, and, and that's going to provide value and then I can trust that they're going to deliver on what they promise. And, and that's what a brand, a good brand does for you. So absolutely. Um, so and I would say too, uh, as a caveat, I would say for those individuals who might say, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not out there like that. Maybe they're like me as the executive of my um, behavior health agency, where I am not the face of that. It's not necessary for me to be the face of that. I will still tell you that uh, having a strong brand is so important to attract in um, talent, staff, you know, people, people want to work for 
um, <clears throat> companies that have a strong identity. Uh, that way you're not, I mean, if, if you're like me, I, I'm interviewing people all the time and it's good to just cut through the minutia and let's just get <laughs> to the person <laughs> that, that understands our mission, that understands our values. And when you have that strong branding, even with attracting talent and staff, employees, a team, um, it's easier to do when they know who they're coming to work for. You know, do, you're here. Uh, hopefully, if my brand has been strong enough, we don't have to even worry about do we line up with values when it comes to substance use disorder. My, my branding is strong enough that if you're here, you should already know how we perceive that. And so I just threw that out there because I didn't always um, exist with an out of the front brand. But it is critical. I don't care if you're a plumber. I don't care what you do. I'm like you. When I'm looking for services and then when I'm looking to spend my coin, I, I want to know who I'm spending it with. And a lot of that has to do with not just if you are effective at doing that service, but I also I'm attracted to uh, people that really love what they do and, 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 and have a reputation for doing it well. So. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much for that little caveat. Um, I appreciate it. And um, I've got one more question for you um, as we kind of wrap up here. And, and that's very simple. And you've already provided a lot of valuable and helpful information. But if we were to summarize everything and you were to leave our audience with just one piece of advice, one thing that they could go and do today um, to take that little step right? That little step that would help them put them on their path. What would that, what would that piece of advice be? Ooh, it's, <laughs> um, it sounds so simple, it, but it's such a process. The best thing, the, 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 the most gracious thing we can do for ourselves is to be authentic and unapologetic in who we are. Um, it, oftentimes we, we live in a society where we, we can easily fall into the comparison trap. What are they doing and how are they doing that? And that looks so much better than me. And they're so much more articulate than I am. And <clears throat> we, we, we get caught in that vortex of looking outside of ourselves for what we need. And what I would invite everyone to do is spend some time, sit down, spend some time getting to know you. And then do not apologize for who you are. Do not look to the left or the right to see what other people are doing. They are wonderful in their lane. Run your race. Get in your lane. Do you because no one else on this planet can do it but you. So that is my advice. That's amazing. I, I've got nothing to follow up with that because that is such good advice. Um, so clear um, and so true. So thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you for joining me today. Um, I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to, to tell us more about who you are and what you do. And, um, and I just, I really appreciate that conversation. And it's, uh, it's been a pleasure having you on here. The pleasure has been all mine. Thank you. 
Yeah. And thank all of you for listening today. And as always, uh, if you like what you heard um, or if you're interested in hearing what's coming next, please like, subscribe, follow, let us know. Um, and if there's anything that you want to hear or want to listen to that we haven't talked about yet, uh, let me know as well, because I'm here to help serve you um, and find out the value and how you can build your brand and grow your business and bring other people who've done it as well. So until next time, thanks again for joining us.